Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, December 21, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Let's start with we're looking for a bounce. That was the title of last night's video. We talked about it for about 8 to 10 minutes last night. We're looking for a bounce. They're starting to bounce. So today, they came up and found resistance at the retest of the 50-period moving average on the daily chart. They broke it for a couple, three days. They came back for the retest. But that's not really all they did. Can anybody see what the real critical area is on the SPY. It's something we talked about several times, and we can't yet discount the importance of 385.64. Where does it come from? It comes from the breakup candle low that was gapped below, and now they've come back for a retest and closed above it. It's not an end-all, be-all price, but what I can tell you is That general zone around 385 is a very, very important price. And it doesn't come from that particular breakup candle low. That breakup candle low at 385.64, and I don't want to split hairs by 60 cents on either side. We're talking about 385 as a general important area. I'm going to show you in a minute. The point I'm making is the reason for the breakup candle low was because the 385 zone was important before. Here's the thing. When you look back on the chart, you see an area here, back and forth through 385. Same thing over here. Now, again, we're not splitting hairs with penny or a dollar on either side. We're just saying this general area on the chart is important right here again. You go back in time and you still see areas why this area or price level was important again so when you see that over and over and over again you begin to get an appreciation for the fact that the chart thought that that area was important let's see if we get one more hit back here there it is and you can see over and over and over again the same price area around 385 in fact even up to This 385.64, it's important all in through here. Again, we're not splitting hairs by pennies. We're looking at the picture and we're saying, based on the picture, I can make a case that I know that this price area is important based on the fact that the market told us it was important many, many times in the past. All right, let's get back to current price. So we know a couple of things. We're at an important price. They closed above that breakup candle low. Fair enough. That's at least bullish on close today. We were looking for a bounce. We got the bounce. It wasn't a gap and crap. It was a gap and go with a relatively bullish close. They didn't close on the highs, but that's okay. The highs were around that 50-period moving average. They ran a test. It's normal garden variety market behavior. Let's also keep in mind, and really wasn't till after the close today, but still it was tinfoil hat day. We were looking for a turn mid-month. It's a little bit beyond mid-month. 
tinfoil hat day was a good target. The question goes, will we get a bounce into the end of the year? Is this like the beginning of and inclusive of the Santa Claus rally? I don't know if it is or it isn't. I don't really want to label the rally Santa Claus, the reindeer rally, whatever you want to call it makes no difference to me. The point is the market was due for a bounce. It ran some important tests. We're still within a bounce and a downtrend, but we get bear market rallies in between. Is this going to be another bear market rally? Well, last night we talked about, and here's the next thing on the docket, which is where does the market go if we get some follow through? Will we get follow through Thursday, Friday, and maybe even beyond? Keep in mind, the volume is going to get lighter and lighter through Christmas and then even between Christmas and New Year, there's a lot of vacations going on. The participation goes down. Traditionally, you get light volume. You can get a sell-off, but it's not the norm. We go with the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, the same stuff happens over and over again. And using the 80-20 rule, we're traditionally not going to, but we can and we have in the past, going to get a pull-the-rug-out event between now and the end of the year. Last night, we talked about a logical place where the market would want to run another test or a retest of. What would that be? Well, it would be a breakdown area. We talked about this area up here, 391, 392, 390, something in that ballpark. You also have another breakout area here that the market broke out from and can come back and retest. It's probably still important. Why do we know that? Because the market told us it was an important price. Therefore, we're going to go with that area is going to be important again. Doesn't line up exactly, but it's pretty darn close. So you get 390, 389, 391, 392. The market is going to want to make a test into, or I should say back into, that general zone under normal garden variety market conditions. They haven't got there yet. There's probably more in the tank. We don't know whether they can or will not get above that area. It's not important today. We're looking at the data available. We're looking at the most important stuff on the board. And that kind of stuff and places, they don't just blow right through, but they are attracted to. They're magnetic places. Doesn't happen all at once. You got a lot of stuff in between. They needed to get into no man's land today. What does that mean? Here, we'll flip over and look at it from a 120-minute chart perspective. No man's land is the place above the high in this candle that followed the gap down from the candle before, in this case, the day before. So we have a high here of 386.58. So as you can see, we close still inside of that. On close today, that is, in fact, a breakdown candle high. So let's look at it this way. Did they close today at all ever above that number? And the answer is, no, they didn't. So let's see in real time. The high is 386.58. Closing candle, this one, the first one of the day, is 386.46. The next one closed was lower, and they never closed above it. Therefore, no, they never closed above that breakdown candle high. But they are eating time off the clock, building energy for another move higher. Now, we could wait 
up to a gap down in the morning on Thursday morning. That's certainly possible. But what we have is the data available on the chart today. And what we can say is that while they gapped up today, they started making a bullish, flaggish kind of pattern. So that will generally go on for a while until they're ready. They build energy back and forth for a while before the next leg higher. Now, if it breaks down, then you have a pullback pattern. You have a bullish wedge pattern. It's not a flag pattern, but it doesn't have to leave the bullish pattern scenario. Under normal garden variety conditions, what are they doing? They're building energy to fill the gap up here. Where is it? Right under 390. Can they get above that gap? Of course they can. Minimum target would be the gap. Where does this thing fall apart? Below today's low, 182.69. They get below there. It opens the door for the gap left open yesterday, and you have a different kind of tape on your hands. What about inside the numbers? Were those folks able to take advantage of today's move, or at least part of today's move? Let's find out. We have some early commentary on the board at zero dark 30. Could be a dead cat bounce. We don't know yet. Just the early thoughts, the big picture stuff. Right out of the chute, we're saying if the bulls get over 383.50, it opens a door for another leg higher. To where? At least 385. Sound familiar? We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 383.50 is the place that they needed to get above to tack on the next leg higher. At least 385 and more. That's what happened. But that doesn't tell the whole tale. So we're given both sides of the thing early in the morning. You can read it on your own, double-check the work. Now we get into the place where we want to know what's going to be on the board today. Is there a trade on the board? How the hell do we make money today? We've got some more stuff at 8.30, but the important thing is the early look is for an early shakeout operation and bounce back up to some important stuff today. Stay tuned. You know about that early shakeout operation stuff. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. Here's where the meat is on the bone. Nine o'clock. Let's get this out on the table. Above 383.50 and the door is open for 385, give or take. That's a target. Doesn't mean they have to stop there, but that's an official trade. We're going to get there above 383.50. At least that's my belief coming into the day. I'm looking for a shakeout operation down to 382.80 down to 382.25. That's a zone. This test would represent an opportunity for a long trade back up for an eventual 385 prize. So right there, I'm laying out a more than 20 point ES point trade. And that doesn't include the trailer. Now check this out. Have they been up here most of the morning just to fail? In my humble opinion, no. Meaning, you have to give the both-side umpire type of situation, so I'm giving you both sides. If they fail and they fall and start getting much below 382 and a quarter, there's a different deal going on. No both sides, but have they been up here most of the morning just to fail? That's in the pre-market around 9 o'clock, and the answer is no. So remember, looking for a shakeout operation, and it's a small shakeout at that point, but you can read the tape. They were fluttering around all morning long, not really doing anything. 382.80, that was the place. And there it is. That's what it looks like on a three-minute chart. 
They open the day, 383.28, above the buy zone. They come down a little bit. They come into the buy zone. The low of day is 382.69. They go sideways for a few minutes. They take off, come back for a retest, stay above, and the rest is history. Nice trade. So let's see what we have as the day still isn't underway, but what am I doing? What am I saying? Could take a little time for Trick and Company to conduct the shakeout operation, trying to prepare you for the back and forth nonsense while they shake out the weak hands. And as the day starts and gets underway, and by the way, pause the video and read the notes. Go back to the chart and double check the work. I'm in highlight mode tonight. We're going to highlight a few things and move on. Right out of the gate, 931, they're in the ballpark of the give and take. Could take some time to conduct the shakeout operation. Should bounce from within the zone once tested. Official showtime for the Bulls. Could take some time. They could go a little lower. They're in the zone. We're looking for 383.50 as a first exit. A spike of 384 and a trailer. How you doing? A few minutes into the day by 940, first target hit, which means its scalp portion is over. The rest is trader's choice. They always go back to the pivot. 383.50 was an early pivot. The bull pivot. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. Everything you need to find success if you have an understanding of how the market works. 1021, just to reiterate for those that are holding a trailer, a spike of 385 is likely. The real target is 385.50. They went higher. And by 1032, there's your full-on target reached on the long trade. Above 386 on candle closes is the next place. Yada, yada. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double-check the work. That was the morning trade. That was the juicy trade. It was laid out before the opening bell. They gave you every opportunity if you wanted to participate, to participate in the trade, and they gave you everything that we asked for. And then some. Nothing doing with stocks on the move today. A couple on the board. Nothing hit its number. This is the seasonality thing. This is the point in time when you're not going to get a lot of things moving downward into support in the early morning hours. Not a lot of news events going on this time of year. There can be some, there may be some, but all in all, we just chalk it up to it's the season not to necessarily find a ton of trades on the board. You take what you can get and you move on and you enjoy the holiday season with the ones you love. That being said, between now and New Year's, I will be taking some days off. A day here, a half a day there. I'll let you know in advance for inside the number, folks. For example, I may take Friday off. Monday, the market is closed. I may roll it into a four-day weekend. TBD, to be determined. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Same routine as everything else. They're getting the bounce. It's all the same market. They all go up together. They all go down together. Not to the same magnitude, but that's the way it works. Here we had some relative strength against the S&P, we had it yesterday, we had it again today. That at least gives us a hint that there's likely some more upside on the table. Here you can see they filled a gap and closed above it. The gap was 175.68, they closed at 175.90. Closing above the gap is at least a bullish sign on close today. 
What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Not a whole lot. They bounced a little bit, 1.3%, but that's relative weakness against the SPY. So it's of note, a puzzle piece on the table. You can put it on a sticky note if you like. What are they fighting right now? They're fighting a weekly chart breakup candle low. 13,475 is that number. And you can see here, they spiked it this week. They're going to try and close above it. And if they don't, that's going to be a shot across the bow, a warning signal, a flare up in the air, the canary in the coal mine. Q people, bounce, not a great bounce, on par for the most part with the S&P, but did not close above the last breakdown candle high in the sequence. They're that weak at the end of the day. That's really what's going on. Doesn't mean they won't bounce more, but this is another bounce in a downtrend, despite what Keith might say in the comments. XLF, on par bounce right into the convergence, the undertest, I'll call it, of the convergence of moving averages, the 20 and the 50. That's all that happened today, no more, no less. Those places are magnetic. They pull price in, and then their resistance or support, depending on which way price is coming from. Smash Mouth, better bounce than other stuff. Relative strength against the QQQ people. And that's important because the SMH, or Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, is essentially a good proxy for the tech space as a whole. So going out today on close, that's a positive for the tech stuff. They didn't fail. They didn't collapse. They didn't fade away. They stayed strong, and they finished near the highs. Relative strength positive going into tomorrow if you have to have a takeaway. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.